0: what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the escandy sports podcast i'm very 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 excited for the next guest uh i worked really hard trying to get him here it might have been close to a year in progress at this point not true i think the moment i met you i wanted to not interview you you have a really cool story but he's always been deflecting he doesn't want to do the podcast think he's gonna ask some stupid questions or whatever which is like it's not my style
1: i mean that's not true i've always wanted to come on but i just I literally mind. had to. Just never I was very
0: it. close to physically dragging you into the room today.
1: I think
0: I have. i have had so many random doctor's appointments and random meetings you have to go to instead of the podcast in last three. Sometimes you just
1: you just sick. Yeah, you're just sick. You're, you're just sick. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: well, keeping up with the the spirit of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, it's just tradition. Uh, the first question I always ask the guest is like, "Of your graduating class, who are you going to miss the most?" If you had to rank the players on Kings Christian, one through ten. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm never going to answer
0: that. Okay, well, there is your answer. You yeah, you I'm
1: never going to answer that. I no, guess. but let's
0: start with Kings Christian and uh, the fact that I might be cursed.
1: Yeah, you actually might be. We <laughs> lost two games in Canada. Hold
0: on. What, what was your record overall uh, in Canada?
1: It was, it was 17 and all in the regular season in the OSBA. Right. And then played, I don't know, maybe 10 more games yeah. in Canada. And we lost two games. And wish. I've
0: been to two games of Kings Christian.
1: Yes. You might be the curse.
0: And your record, obviously, 0-2. I don't know. Do you guys, like, get nervous when I'm there or something? Yeah, maybe. What, like, when, just,
1: I, when I look at you with the camera, yeah. maybe you just Just knowing
0: that these highlights are going to be seen by tens of people.
1: <laughs> tens, and tens of
0: twi- tens and 20s. Tens of 20s. On a good day, we might hit triple digits. Yeah. No, but for on a real note, talk about... Um, I want to start with the girls team because they had a really great season. Right. Uh, obviously, stopped short of what I guess would be the ultimate goal, was OSBA, right. uh, Which happened yesterday. Um, but five D one commits, six.
1: So we have seven Division one kids that are graduating this year, mm-hmm. and then one kid is going to Canadian school. Um, obviously, they came up short yesterday, but one game really doesn't define who they are. Yeah. Right. Um, they've accomplished every goal that they wanted to accomplish and it was a successful successful season we were clearly the best team in Canada um, and I still I believe that if we played that team 100 times we beat them 90 times yeah but some that's just that's beauty of the playoffs well, too right
0: if you played them a hundred times without me being there you'd win 90 uh, times, but yes. like, if I was there, it might May be fifty times, to, yeah, yeah, times. <laughs> No, but, um, what was the dynamic of that team? It seems like everybody got along really well. I went to the commitment day.
1: Right. Um, I mean, it was, it was definitely the best team that we've had at that, at that school, right? We've had a lot of, in the past, we've had a lot of issues with players and attitude, whatever, but this, this team was, as a dream to coach, a dream to coach. And I think I think what people don't talk enough about is their sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Like, they talk, talk about kings, kings of coaching and training, excellent and all that stuff, but they never talk about how much sacrifice they have had to make, right? Um, for example, Ella, she's going to Monmouth next year. She she commuted from Guelph every day. Jeez. Every day. Damn. Um, Laura, she's going to Colgate. She moved from Niagara to Oakville. Like her, she mm-hmm. moved Niagara to exactly. Oakville. Domin is like you know, Dominique is is um, is known in this community. She could have gone to any prep school, but she decided to come to Kings and stick with it. And she had to commute from Orangeville, Fort Erie. Like you know, it's it's, it's, mm. it's, it's a it's a lot of sacrifice from from them and the parents too that supported us, right? So I think. I think the biggest thing about their success is that um, they're able to believe in the process mm-hmm. and stick with it. Right. I mean, they, I'm sure they've had times where they wanted to leave because mm-hmm. we're too tough on them. It's a grueling schedule and all that, but they stuck with it and look where they're at.
0: So you said uh, there's eight players going one in Canada, seven to the States. Mm-hmm. So that's at least eight players that won't be back next year. Right. Um, do you foresee challenges in building a new roster for next season? I think?
1: Um, no, because I think the 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 programs that we built over the last three four years, I think what we got we got really popular, right? Because mm-hmm. because of the success mm-hmm. we had, and like you said, uh, we're sending eight kids to colleges, right? Right. So a lot of kids want to come now. Yeah, a lot of kids want to come in. We we usually like to build from a young age. Yeah, we don't we don't really like to bring in girls that are grade twelves and grade thirteens. We we try to bring them in when they are grade nine and grade mm-hmm. ten, so we can develop them. So this core was together for a long time, then. For since they were a grade ten. Okay. So they've been together for three four years. Oh. Okay. Right? Um. And then next year we're just gonna hit the reset button. Three
0: four years, but then you had a the pandemic in between. So right, like, right. 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 So it was, it was just like the. F- first full
1: season first full season when they're actually older yeah so we went to the before the pandemic we, mm. we went to the semifinals. they're all great tents yeah like dominique mm-hmm. and lara right. ella everyone was great tens right so obviously we couldn't compete at that level like they had yeah crestwood was un, uh, unbelievable back mm. then and we just had younger kids this year obviously we came short but yeah. this was our year to win it all
0: so yeah. is grade 13 something that is popular on the girl side as well because you're saying grade 10 not really like, we have <laughs> we have
1: okay. one kid that that was fifth year mm-hmm. but in the girl side they usually they commit early too yeah. they commit like after grade 11 right. actually, and they don't they don't do fifth year okay. uh, that because I, I feel like it, it's my opinion, but in um, the boys side is the physicality is a lot mm-hmm. uh, more important right. So I think I think when they go after fourth year, they're not; they're just not ready to play. Right. Um. And but but when they do fifth year, they develop their body; they're more ready for it, and they go right. Right. But in the girls' side, is more skills. It's more skill. Yeah. um, It's a lot of ability, shooting skill. So, like, I think doing fifth year is not prevalent, really.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're talking about uh, the Kings. The Kings Christian girls team that has been together for a few years. You guys are rolling into form, heading into OSBA. We're gonna switch gears now and talk about the the men's side of things. You're yeah. obviously the head coach for New Horizon Academy. First year program. Right. No continuity. This no. is this is just off the ground lately. Um uh OSBA play in you guys made it to the OSBA play in right. um and just missed out on the final eight. What were I guess the highlights of this year on the men's side, and what were some of the difficulties establishing a, a new program?
1: I mean, obviously, like the, the most difficult thing about starting a new program is you don't have any players. <laughs> you don't have any players. You have to start from zero. Yeah. Uh, so I had to recruit uh, 14, 15 of them. Right. Don't mind me. Um, you can talk. You can get it going. You had to recruit 14 of them. I had to recruit 15 of them. Um, in a short period of time and that was that was difficult right, right. and also the fact that the program is new so it's not, it's not known to, to the public yeah so to bring in good players better players is always yeah. a tough uh, situation right when you when you are competing with guys like Orangeville that's been there for for a while World Crown mm-hmm. and all these schools that are that have the names mm-hmm. right so that was to me that was the most difficult part um, the most proud, of, proud moment that I've had with this team was that um, I think a lot of their personalities got better. Yeah. There were uh, some of the kids that, um, that I recruited, in September they would not talk, they would yeah. not joke, they would not, you know, uh, look at you in the eyes.
0: <laughs> You're on tight shit
1: yeah <laughs> and then now it's they they're joking yeah. they're having fun they're they're more upbeat about the game upbeat right. in the classroom. that's what I'm most proud of really So
0: there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Um, let's start back with the recruiting process getting mm-hmm. 15 players onto a roster from zero. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Tyson was the first to commit. Uh,
1: right. he was the first one that I went yeah. yeah. after. yeah right. and
0: so he's one point one. how do you approach a player? Without a team <laughs> to mm-hmm. to show that, like the first guy must have been the hard, like the hardest.
1: Right. Pitch. I mean, with Tyson, it was a bit easier because I've known him um, mm-hmm. from before. I've known his dad too, but um, I basically sold him on what I think he should be like, yeah. um, and I told him I, I basically told him the facts. Um, I'm, he's had some schools that went after him, as you know. Yeah um but i didn't i didn't really some big programs too i I didn't really sell him bullshit
0: yeah
1: at the end of it all i didn't i didn't tell him that he's going to be the star player i didn't tell him he's gonna play this many minutes um do this do that i didn't sell him any of that i told him you have to earn everything basically Mm -hmm. right and that's the that's been that's been my consistent approach to recruiting Mm -hmm. for every player right every player when they come in i know they they want things right they want promises and promises always get broken Mm -hmm. so i i I promised them a few like two or three things which is i'm going to be at every practice i'm going to be on your ass Mm -hmm. and third i'm just going to do what's best for you that's it um whether you play 40 minutes 20 minutes that's 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 up to you right no coach in the world is not going to play you if when you're Kicking ass in uh, practice, and right. running first and running, rebounding the hell out of the ball, like mm-hmm. shooting at a high percentage. No, yeah. no, no. Coach is going to be like, you know what? You're just not going to play. Right. Right. So, everyone that comes into the program has an opportunity to learn mm-hmm. and earn your under earn, earn their spot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically. I mean, you talk about Tyson, but that's basically what I told everybody they came into right. the door.
0: And obviously, I think who. The player that we regard as maybe the top of the class so far would be Augustus. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, I, I don't like calling kids first options, but you know he, he was on the top of the score sheet. Right, bit. right. Um, so how is that conversation different than any other? Is it the the exact same? Like hey, like, you might have the ball more, but figure out. Know, like
1: they're you're producing? talking before the season, or Yeah. When I'm when I'm recruiting him. Yes. It's not different. Exactly. Not different at all. Um, You know, he, he was able to become one of the best best uh, players on the team. But I had no idea. Right. I had no idea he was going to be the best one of the best players on the team and scoring. You know, averaging twenty three points, twenty three points. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So my my approach to him was the same, exact same. Right. He's got a big name. His brother is obviously in the in the, in the NBA. But right. I told him basically the same thing.
0: How do you? Um, uh, is my mic working? Here we go. Okay, but as I'm fixing my mic, I want to ask you about the like realities of being at New Horizon. Mm-hmm. The only students in the school are the basketball players. Right. How has the high school? What do you guys do to try to replicate the high school experience? Is it something you guys think about, or I mean, it, or do you tell them like this? Hey, this is. We're going to do the schooling It's schooling is important, but it's school and basketball.
1: Right. That's, it. that's um, it. And that's where I was honest with myself and the parents too and the players. Mm-hmm. You know, I told them, you know, this is only 15 boys on the senior team and 12 to 13 boys on the junior team. That's it. Yeah. That's there's the no whole girl. school. There's no girls. There's no <laughs> that advance, That's what I was getting to. There's too. no advances, <laughs> There's no... You didn't have a New horizon. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right um the boys want it right but I i told them all like there's obviously cons to this right uh because there's no there's not a lot of social aspect of it you see the same guys every time right but there's also i think one of the pros is that like everyone on the team is um willing to make that sacrifice right and they have the same aspiration when it comes to basketball Right. So when they when they do practice with guys that share the same aspiration, mm-hmm. obviously I think you get better, right? Right? Um, but I told I told them straight up. I'm like, even though I wanted them, um, I told them straight up. If you're not mentally ready, if you're not ready to do this on uh, a daily basis, don't come. Mm-hmm. Do not come because yeah. it's not it's not going to be easy. Yeah, you know the schedule that we have is very similar to, you know, um, college basketball yeah. uh, schedule. Um, so I told him, I, I told him straight up. I'm like, this, this is not, this might not be for you.
0: Right. Who do you think's having the most problem without having girls on
1: campus? Oh, <laughs> we can name a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it,
0: it is difficult, right? Because it's, it's literally just, you have school upstairs, work downstairs. Right. There is yeah, school,
1: there's, uh, books and basketball. That's it. Yeah. And,
0: um, a part of me likes that a lot. Like, it, I think, um, I think obviously education is important and I'm still in school, right? <laughs> but um, I think if, if this is a life that you're choosing, there's no problems with just eliminating the fat of it all.
1: Right. I think, you know, I tell them every time, like, mm-hmm. you signed up for this. Right. No one forced you. right? You said you want to go to uh, play Canadian school and you said you want to play Division One. You said you want to play this and that. So we have mm-hmm. to do what's required. Mm-hmm. We can't just not do anything about it and, okay, I'm just going to go play next level. No, it doesn't happen that way. Right. Step one, two, three, four, five have to happen to go to the next level.
0: What are your goals for, for next season after having put this basketball at least calendar out of the way for year one? How do you build on it? Uh, do you guys have
1: a vision for next year? Um, for me, it's, it's, it's always the same, right? The vision is to get them better, get them better, get them better, mm-hmm. right? Develop them, develop them, develop them. Um, and what comes out of it is uh, what they get, really. Mm-hmm. I like guess I can't really, I, I don't want to have a goal where um, I want this result. I right. want to win this amount of games, and I want to send mm-hmm. two or three kids to Division One. It doesn't, that's not really up to mm-hmm. me, right? right? Um, all I can do is control what I can control, which mm-hmm. is develop them, be at every practice, study the game, that's that's all I can do, right? Okay. Now I know it's a boring answer, but... Huh? I know it's a boring answer, but...
0: No, yeah, it's incredibly boring. <laughs> that's why I'm changing the topic now yeah. and talking about something that's not boring, at least to me. I, I wanna know your story, um, your background. Where were you born? Where did
1: you grow up? I grew up in Korea. Yeah. Um, I moved here when I was 14, 15.
0: Is there any basketball in your life when you're in Korea? No. I play what, soccer
1: and baseball. Oh, baseball. Um, not what a were lot of basketball. At, what were, what were you better at? Baseball. Baseball. Base, baseball. They required uh, less running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, I moved here when I was 15. I was mm-hmm. one of those uh, international students that yeah. didn't, didn't speak a uh, lick of English. Right. Just hung out with Korean people, Asian people, basically. Yeah. And then. Um, when you say moved here, like where. To Oakville. Oakville, okay. To Oakville. To my uh, uncle's house. Mm -hmm. Um, Just you? Just me. Oh, wow. My parents were home, uh, back home. uh, So they sent you here to get... uh, Just just sent my ass here.
0: How annoying were you at
1: 14, 13? Very, very, very. I I remember I would go to the (laughs) principal's office, get into fights, and and trouble. Trouble child, right? Actually? Yeah. No, you're not. No, I'm not. You were a trouble kid. Yeah, that's why they sent me here. Really? Yeah. He'd I would get shaker. into fights. I would get into like fist fights and really? you know, break someone's nose and they would break my nose and <laughs> you know, uh, stuff like that. Right. So, I guess they thought oh it was it God. was best for me to go somewhere else. Yeah. Kind of a kind of a fresh I, start. I
0: want to take a timeout just for one second because I, I, I still think you're bullshitting. Only because oh, no. like, I think you're trying to lay down the law with me. because i know i get like i purposefully annoy you whenever i I got an office right next year just to be around (laughs) you more so i feel like you're just setting the blueprint like hey next time you just walk in my office and take a water bottle hey just know my history i I was kidding.
1: i'm I'm not proud of it i'm Mm -hmm. not proud of it but that's that's why i came here in Canada, right and to 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 you know learn different culture and different you know Mm a fresh start basically
0: Um, are you appreciative of the move? Hmm? Do you think it was for the better? Do you think? No, you now, now
1: that I think of it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate uh, my parents for sending my ass <laughs> to uh, a whole different country where are I they don't here know now? English, huh? Are they no, here they're now? not. So, they're how they're often you go back? back? Yeah. Uh, every two, three years. Oh wow! I haven't seen my dad in four years in person. When when, when are you going back? Um, when this stupid pandemic is, pandemic oh is over. God. All right,
0: I'll declare it over as soon as we can, huh? Yeah, but wait, keep going. What were you were talking but about? But yeah,
1: um, and I, I, I came across a lot of um, international students that couldn't speak the language, mm-hmm. even though they've been here for like six, seven years. Right. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be that. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that. I'm my parents are spending a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. I'm here by myself to learn something. I'm not gonna be one of those people. Right. So i started playing basketball um i think it was it was a great way to um interact with other who introduced
0: people. you to basketball
1: um
0: what was the circumstance like in high school we used to have like at recess you can or at uh, you know breaks you can go walk get lunch somewhere or they
1: open the gym and let you shoot around right you know what it was what um you know those uh high team movies that what? you watch like like the, like the team like um the movies about high school and uh, oh, okay. uh, stuff like that like so, uh, so I Hill those, was, yeah
0: you're watching one tree i was
1: i was watched those um, <laughs> right. back in korea oh okay and the coach Perry? the 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 main characters and mm-hmm. the most handsome guys and yeah. those guys that get to get the most amount of girls and yeah. all those guys are either playing basketball right or football right quarterback you're not we didn't quarterback. have a football team yeah okay and so i chose basketball
0: yeah, I think even get a football team. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you, so you you played basketball as a means to, to fit in and to basically language. Basically, basically,
1: yeah. and then I got I got good at it. Um, but then I I never I never thought about playing at the next level or even trying to play mm-hmm. at the next level because our culture is that if you if you are playing basketball, whatever sport, um, at the next level, that means you're just you're just doing that yeah you don't go to school you just play basketball baseball Mm -hmm. soccer and that's it you're trying to be a professional athlete that's in my culture right so um when i was 15 16 like i never thought about going to the next level i played Mm -hmm. basketball in the winter time um soccer in the springtime baseball in the summertime yeah so i basically played every sport right took the summer off completely just play basketball for fun Mm -hmm. and come back and get in shape and play again like right. that's that was my thinking,
0: right,
1: which I regret knowing everything now, yeah, right, but that's how it started, and um even at uh, when I went to Western university, I had opportunities to maybe get in and get on the team and all that stuff, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna play um yeah. and then, um what had happened was I was really interested in journalism, actually, right, uh kind of what you're doing, yeah if you want to call it journalism uh, yes and then uh <laughs> i got a job at western um doing stories for the basketball team mm-hmm. so i would sit on the sideline i would sit on the scores table and i had to watch games in li- and live mm-hmm. and then write stories about it right that's when i was like so wait th- before
0: before you finish that right is english still a problem for you at that point no. or by the time you're at western no. you figured it out I think you watch all the movies
1: it was like grade 11 so yeah. two years past uh, and you just got it I just got it because I was interacting a okay. lot I was listening yeah. and I was speaking I was forced to do it right so then when you're, it's time for you to write for the school it's it it not a problem at it was all, all good it okay. was all good so um, when I saw when I saw the two benches mm-hmm. at the games coaches are yelling coaches are doing this doing that like mm-hmm. the competitive juice in me just right was going right? yeah like you wanted to yell at kids because to me like playing sports it wasn't about just playing i, I like i am playing it because i like playing basketball right i only played it because i like to be someone's ass yeah basically <laughs> right
0: it's so easy. so you, you kept that little part of uh right. korean school i just wanted about- to be
1: competitive right <laughs> right so when i saw that and and i went to i went to uh coach brad campbell who's still the head coach of the oh, Western yeah. team mm-hmm. um i told him This is what I can do. I can recruit, scout, scout other teams, watch games, and he kind of got me, um, got me in. Right. And then from there, I was sitting on the bench. I was, and I got, I got really interested in coaching. Right. Right, So. And what was your first role uh, in coaching? It was uh, I would I would make scouting reports for other teams. Um, I would present and uh, and you're still in school during this or no yes okay. like grade no no, no like uh, first year okay first year through third year that's what I did and
0: you're just doing scouting reports yeah
1: scouting reports and recruiting and you know yeah. basically everything that um, Brad needed me to do yeah right so I did that and then I, I really got to got, got into coaching like actually coaching so I started yeah. coaching rep teams and I started doing this trainings yeah. on the side like and then when um, the athletic director at King's wanted to start uh, an OSBA program for both men's and uh, women's, mm-hmm. that's um, how I kind of transi- transitioned into it.
0: And then when does IBSA come into the picture?
1: So IBSA... Uh,
0: and for people that don't know, what, what is it first?
1: IBSA basketball is a, is a, is a training academy, mm-hmm. so we just do skill work, it's not a team, um, we just do... Um, Basic uh, skill work. Um, right. We have seven, eight different uh, academies in different locations now. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Z. Coach yeah. Z, who's the head coach of the Kings Christian Collegiate. Yeah. He was... Um, Heard so many so I can't wait for him to be sitting in the big red chair. Ugh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> that's going to be tough. But uh, that's that's how I started, right? like I started coaching at Kings mm-hmm. and uh, at IBSA too as a trainer. Right. So...
0: Okay. So then um, when did you... So you're, you're assistant coaching at Western. Presumably, you graduated from yeah, Western. Yeah. Is that when you leave Western?
1: Or yeah, that's when I left Western and to start uh, an OSB program at mm-hmm. Kings. Yeah, and which is the school that I went to, by wait,
0: the way. You went to wait, sorry, re- repeat that. I went to Kings. You went to Kings. Yeah.
1: So, what, so when the, you moved to uh, Oakville, you went to Kings. Yeah. So the athletic oh, okay. director, the yeah. athletic director that uh, that called me, mm-hmm. was my coach.
0: Oh uh,
1: okay. back when I played. Yeah. So, so full circle. A, a, yeah, so, a, so
0: you're alumni at King's Christian. Yes, coaching
1: there. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do so well. Mm-hmm. Um, coaching at Kings is because I went to that school. Yeah. You know. So Yeah. Full circles.
0: Um so you're talking about journalism and how you you were into journalism. You End up actually diving into journalism your, yourself. Do you want to talk about that?
1: It was uh, it was a Scandi Sports before a Scandi Sports. Yes,
0: yeah, the real Scandi. Okay. I am a knockoff of what was your <laughs> website called?
1: It was called the Sideline. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a blog, sports blog, right. um, where we had podcasts back like, well, was like way eight before eight years public. ago. Yeah. yeah, you're like a Rogan podcast, level. and we had uh, a lot of writers as well. Mm-hmm. that right? It was it was kind of like. Um, like knockoff version of uh, Grantland.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, so how does that come about? Is that is that a Western thing or is that high school or wh- When did when did that happen?
1: No, it was uh, I was just arguing with my roommates about mm. sports, and he was very very passionate about sports as well. And right. we were like, why don't we just like talk about it? Yeah. And like actually what get something people? out of it yeah. instead of just arguing ourselves. Right. So that's how it kind of started, and it got it got bigger and bigger. and right. Um, but then my personality is that if mm-hmm. I dive into one thing, like I, I, I go, I go straight ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I put all my eggs in one basket, Right. but when I get this interested in that, I move on to something else.
0: Right. Uh, real quick, the, the, the camera is going to cut out soon and I don't feel like redoing it. So the rest of the podcast is going to be audio only still on YouTube, yeah. but, um, do you have an itch at all to go back into journalism?
1: I do. Like I it? do. I like it. Yeah. I like doing media stuff. I like doing... Um, I like expressing my own opinions, right? Right. So, I, I, I love it. I love how media has developed into, mm-hmm. like, this. Right. right. Less writing, less, you know, reading. Yeah. More of just talking and communication. Yeah. I, I, I love it.
0: More visual, except my camera's going to be out in, like, right. 30 seconds. That's fine. But, um... So, what... what what caused you to leave in the first place? Was it over commitment with uh, the basketball, actual on the ground basketball stuff?
1: Um, I just wanted. Well, I just wanted to have a bigger, bigger part. Yeah. Right? I just wanted to have a bigger part where I can, um, like, I can where I can develop and see a different side. And mm-hmm. I think to me, to me, this journey has been a lot of a lot about learning. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not always about. Me doing good, me doing better. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 feel like I can learn mm-hmm. um, a lot of things from a lot of different coaches and a lot yeah. of different people. Right, so I, I, do try to listen to everyone that I meet. Mm-hmm. Whether I do, I do, I take, you know, a hundred percent of their advice. Not really. Yeah. But I take, I try to take the good parts. I think, I think, in any any person that you meet, you there, you can take some good things away right
0: right so and what do you think of like the media culture now where it's more predicated on what gets clicks so like there's you'll see a lot of negative stuff right um you'll see a lot of just the absolute highest points of the game where you think oh these kids are superstars and they watch the games like well they're all right but (laughs)
1: right um um I mean that's 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 the thing. thing I hate the most about media right Right. um and that's how i that's how how it got me to be really disinterested in media as well Mm -hmm. because it was all about clicks right it's all about getting clicks and getting numbers and all that and you know we you know i talk about the rankings for example that's what i'm trying to get into right the rankings that people put out like they're they're, and you talk about
0: rankings you're talking about team rankings player rankings
1: every ranking there is yeah right every ranking there is they talk about uh, 2030, <laughs> 31, Like these great well, fives needs and great fours. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, four, great fours and great fives. I'm like, oh, you're just doing this because you can, you want to get followers, right? You're doing it for the wrong reason, right? You're doing it because you want to get followers, you want to get clicks, and you want to get more popularity, right? Whereas you know, guys like, you know, a good mutual friend of ours, Wes. Mm-hmm. Guys like Wes is. Is not just doing it for the clicks. Yeah, he's doing his work. Yeah, he's 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 everywhere. Um, do I agree with his uh, evaluation on every player? No, but you can't. You have to respect the fact that he's at every game. Mm-hmm. He tries to be at every game, and he he watches more film than anybody, and he doesn't just put out rankings for his Instagram followers. Right.
0: Yeah, what's really cool about West too is that he will not do less than three stars, Right. or three three leaves, three leaves. My bad. Yeah, I, I said it. Come on. Now. But it's also yeah. by association, three leaves, um, which is like really cool. I thought because like he won't uh, in the report. Yeah, that's a different story. Right. But he'll never publicize anything that's not positive.
1: Even the four stars. I mean, four leaves. Jesus. My bad. Ray. my bad. My bad. My bad. Oh. My bad, my bad. Four leaves, three leaves leaves that he's doing. Um, it's not, it's not rankings. Yeah. All right, he's he's just putting out an evaluation. An evaluation. Yeah. It's not rankings. It's not what gets clicks and likes. Mm -hmm. So I think I think a guy like him because I, I met him when um, back in I think 2018, 2019 when we were doing Fiondu's uh, NBA uh, pre-draft stuff. Yeah. He was at the gym. At, he was at King's. I met him through there. But since then, like you see him everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's there.
0: You know, I'm trying to brand everywhere, right? Hmm? You're try, I'm trying to brand everywhere. That's trying to really, that, that's like my just do it, you know? Uh, are you? Well, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but
1: you're, you're, you're making this about yourself. It, it is it's, it's the
0: Scandi Sports Podcast. I right, think I would need right, something humble right, like right. Canadian basketball news or I, like that, I, I
1: love the hustle that he, yeah. he he puts in. Right?
0: Yeah. So no, he he really is everywhere. Um, no better than like this weekend for instance <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> he'll do it every and he's bringing people from all over ncaa you sports right. nba like he does a lot a lot a lot a lot for the, the community. So shout out to wes um <laughs> but that's you mentioned fiondu and that was another part of your story that i want to get into mm-hmm. you move here when you're 14 15 years old right um you do basketball or you play basketball as a means to learn the language right um as a means to fit in and now last summer you're training nba guys right right getting them ready for summer league, gave them ready for all that did you anticipate that sort of like arc for yourself how did you build up to that point like no did you ever have I mean, a chance to sit back and realize dude like i just took this thing <laughs> that i like and turned it to right 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 something I, a lot I of think, people don't get to
1: i think obviously it's one of my proudest moments right like in yeah. my career is training high-level guys and um, I never really had a chance to sit back and be like oh like I've I've done so many things because mm-hmm. to me like it's always about next 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 mm-hmm. but also at the same time I don't cheat these NBA guys as NBA guys mm-hmm. I think a lot of a lot of trainers and coaches when they see NBA players they don't want to piss them off right they don't want to do anything to Uh, make them feel uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. uh, they train differently yeah if it's a high school kid they'll go after yeah if it's Mm -hmm. NBA guys they're like you know do what you want to do yeah do what you want to do let's shoot and shoot do it to me that's that's not how I look at it Mm -hmm. whether it's Fiondu whether it's um, one of the kids that I have here Mm -hmm. I should I treat them the same Mm -hmm. right like if I see something wrong I have to point it out right so that's why you know when when I think of my achievements, whatever uh, over the last few years, I don't really look at it as, oh, like I've done this. Yeah. Right. Like, cause I treat them the same. Right. To me, like training Fyandu and training some like some high school kid is, mm-hmm. I treat it the same. Right.
0: I still think it's incredible that uh, mm-hmm. you you've gotten to that point with the sport because there's guys. That'll work their whole life and not get right. the the opportunity to do that. What but, advice would you have?
1: No, but I think I think that's why those guys come to me. Right. Because I'm not gonna just bullshit. Right. I'm not gonna just sweet talk them. Right. Right. I'll I'll tell them straight because they got they're they want to learn too. Mm-hmm. Just because they made it to the NBA doesn't mean they know it all. Right. So they want to learn different aspects and different moves about the game as well. So. When I think I think they appreciate that about me is that I just tell them mm-hmm. you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, right. rather than just being nice and you know,
0: um, yeah, basically. So, where do I want to end off at? Hmm. What do we have? What haven't we talked about yet?
1: talk about everything. I
0: think. Oh, she's checking his watch. He just forgot that he didn't want to do the podcast. <laughs> uh, actually, I I know what I want to talk about uh, before we wrap up here. Um, this whole Scandi sports stuff has been very predicated on the player journey. Right. Coaches have an entirely different journey. Mm-hmm. How do you, what would be a position for yourself where you can sit back and be like, this is the perfect situation for myself. Or this is exactly what I wanted. Or like, do you want to work, you know, as an NBA head coach? Do you want to work in the front office? Or like, what what is the pinnacle?
1: I think that's also one of my weaknesses. Is that I don't I don't really have like an end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll keep probably bouncing around mm-hmm. place to place, trying to learn stuff and trying to. Trying to get new challenges too. Mm-hmm. So, like New Horizon, for example, is, is you know I'm, I'm I'm first time head coaching a prep team. Mm-hmm. It's been a really good challenge for me, yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna push me as a person and as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I wanna obviously keep going, right? Keep mm-hmm. going, and then if I feel like I've done a lot with the program, then I'll maybe go somewhere else right. where I can get new challenges.
0: But job's not finished yet. No.
1: No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. So, um, to answer your question, I don't really, I don't really have a position that I want to get to. Mm-hmm. I guess is, it'd be something that would be continually challenging you. Like, right, every I, year like, I, I try to, I try to really live in the moment, mm-hmm. and I don't really try to think about what's next for me. Mm-hmm. When I, when I feel like I haven't done anything, right, right. When I, when I feel like. I've achieved a lot, I've had a lot of success where that's gonna lead me to different opportunities. Yeah, then I'll think about the next, right? The next, what's next for me. But mm-hmm. right now, like I haven't, to me, like I haven't really done anything. Right. So I just want to live in the moment and develop this right, well, program. Well,
0: good thing is I'm right next door. I'll be continually reminding you annoying right. you I still don't believe that you were ever a bully or that you have ever been thrown up. I have to believe that because I don't want to change the way I act around you. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that's when I was 13, 12. Yeah,
0: so. like you're so much stronger now. You know, <laughs>
1: back, that was back, then. No. back then.
0: No, but I'm um, happy to hear your story. I know a lot of people are going to be happy to hear your story after this. And um, I'll, I'll see you around. Huh? Yeah,
1: I'll see you around. I'm right, I'm right see you around. Back no, back but then. thank
0: you for taking the time. Uh, that's Coach Ray Kim. New Horizon Academy, King's Christian, <laughs> college? What, what's the King's Collegiate. Christian? Collegiate. Collegiate. Yeah. It's like a college, right?
1: Yeah.
0: All right, oh, you want to see something cool with this little device that we have right here that what? you guys can't see on video because it cut out these four buttons. Pick, pick A, B, or C. Pick A,
1: B, or C? Yeah, pick one. B.
0: And <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you would pick Is A. Oh, that we end it? Oh, oh okay. Fun. Take take okay. Okay. All right. Thanks no, for no, watching. No. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for